All right, man, it's nice in here. Oh, good morrow, sir. Uh, yeah, I, I have a reservation. Table for four? Four, you say? Yeah. There's only three of you here. Well, uh, here be here, I guess. Don't right? tell me I... you have one of those stupid fucking policies where you can't seat us until our whole party is here. Fuck well, off. I can seat you. I, I can't guarantee a fourth seat for your friend when they arrive, though. That's Maybe this That's okay. little Benjamin will change your mind. I mean, honestly, he can oh, sit on my lap. It's fine. It's it's really it's really okay. I don't care. Well, let please. me show you to your table. Right there, sweater. Aaron, please stop putting money in people's pants. We talked about this. I like the ambiance in here. No, it's okay. He, boundaries, he enjoyed boundaries. it. That may be, but boundaries, man. The next person might not enjoy it. I don't think that guy knows what planet we're on. That's Put a risk I'm we'll willing to take. In just a moment. Oh, great. Oh, and and do they have okay. back pockets, sir? Standard uniform, yes. Good. That's yeah, weird that they yeah. make sure they have back pockets here. I wonder why that is. Anyways, what are y'all gonna order? I'm looking for oh, some yeah, wings. Dying for a cup of coffee. I think I might go meatball sub. I'm not gonna lie. I think I might have to go meatball sub. I'm just the 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 tropical ambiance is is calling me. Oh, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Schmee Burger in Paradise Bar and Grill. Uh, I'm gonna be your waiter, Schmee. What can I get for you today? That's no person. Uh, he can talk normal. He, can what, I start you off sorry. with drinks. What? I'm sorry, Shmeev. Is it? What was the name of our our host, our dear host that walked us to the table? I'm sorry, I just need to check something. Uh, Shmeev. No, holy fucking shit, guys! I think this is this is the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Hello, Shmeev. Thank you so much for for uh, waiting on us today. Um, Absolutely. Let me get a mai tai. Uh huh. Shit. Starting off the morning good, huh? Oh yeah, listen, it's 8.30 a.m. somewhere. It's 8.30 a.m. here. Oh hey, shit, you, sir. I'm behind. Uh, yeah, uh, can I get a cup of coffee, please? And if, if you can, can you please make sure it's like a really good, like, Starbucks roast, you know? I'll get you the usual. Uh, you know what? Oh, great, great. Maybe this will convince you to get my friend hooked up. We talked about coffee. this. Oh shit. Ooh. You're gonna get us kicked out of here. All right, for the pink bitch. Uh, yeah, y'all got Fago. Wow. I, I, yeah, I can check in the back. Probably have something. All right, great. Can I get a sparkling water instead of that? Yeah, sure. No problem. Sparkling great. water. Okay. Uh, do you want me to get something for for empty seat? Are they gonna? Be uh, here? no, that's uh, his problem. Get him a big glass of. Uh, where the fuck are? Where the fuck is he? Actually, you know what? Yeah, yes, can I get him a Miller Light? Oh, perfect. Oh, Miller Light. Okay. Yeah, sure. I want a Miller right. High Life instead. High Life. Okay. Miller Light High Life. There you uh, go. And I'll be right sure. back with those. Perfect. Thanks, dear. They love Thanks, it. They <laughs> love it when you are familiar with them like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And when you want their attention, you're gonna snap, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the most efficient way. <laughs> this is why we don't bring you places, man. I don't, I listen, please bring me more. I'm having a blast right now. None of us are. Fuck. All right, here oh, you are. Oh, uh, oh my time for good. you. Yeah. Oh, thank <laughs> you so much. Uh, whatever you got for me. A sparkling water and oh, cool. uh, Miller Lite High Life. Uh, and uh, Jeremy, correct? Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, well, the manager would like to to speak with you. Oh. Uh, oh. Says he oh. says he had had an appointment sometime today, hmm. uh, and it's it's about that time. Uh, here, let me. I'm I, sorry. Let me let me slide out real fast. Sorry, sorry, I, Jiggles. Oh, do you, do you know anything about this? Is this is this normal? What is the manager's name? Might I ask? Oh, guys, just prepare me with here. Oh, Shmeev. Okay, Shmeev. Okay. Okay. Great is guy. Is this just the same guy? Is this just one guy like pretending, or is it like everybody really named Shmeev? This is creeping me the fuck I think out, this dude. Enti- I think this hell? one guy is running this entire fucking restaurant alone, and I I commend him for. I think you need to go see what he needs. I think you're gonna fucking die. This guy's a nutbag. What the fuck? I, Do I, you? You have a knife, right? Do you need mine? Oh, it's 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 cool, man. I just I just grabbed this Miller High Life bottle. That's it's cool. All right, yeah. Oh, uh, hey, hey, here's yeah. a five. Slip it into his pocket. He might like. <laughs> fuck. Why? Uh, uh, Shmeev. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm ready to go talk to Shmeev. Sure. Huh? Right this way. Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Schmeev Burger in Paradise Bar and Grill and Relocation Rehabilitation Home for Wayward Juggalos, whatever those are. You're joined by your host, Schmeev. And you may be wondering, where the fuck is the other guy? Well, we're still not back from our hiatus technically, but I wasn't about to let that scoundrel skip over my month. So... Uh, for this month, uh, he still won't be here, but I have gathered some guests, some some homies from fr- from the community to join me and introduce them to some shit that I enjoy. Uh, so today, today I am joined by a very special guest. You've heard him before, not on a regular episode, because he dodges our regular episodes like a motherfucker but on mic checks and possibly the juggalo round table introduce yourself well i am known to the to the juggalo world as the homie jiggles, jiggles. Um, but today i'm on vacation man i'm off the clock this is shmee burger in paradise resort i'm That's here right. on vacation um you can just call me jeremy jeremy it's fine I'm off it's going to be tough. It's, it's going to be tough I, to, to keep up with it, but I'll do my best. That. I understand <laughs> that. We are on um, Juggalo vacation, vacation from Juggaloing. Right you know now. it. I got my and island shirt on. I'm ready. It, yeah, I am supporting my uh, uh, figure in Dan and the Modal Nodes uh, planetary lounge tour t shirt. Hell yeah. And you got to support your local jizz scene. For real. For real. And I'm here, man. I am at the Schmeev Burger. Hell yeah. I'm and enjoying I'm... a cup of coffee. Nice, nice. At your uh, your your non-alcoholic bar here, which I'm really enjoying. You know, so thank I gotta you. I gotta gotta cater to, to everybody that I possibly can. Within reason, you know, some stuff you just can't get on the island. Right. Well, but you yeah. have some wonderful coffee that I brought from my <laughs> kitchen downstairs to my studio. Yeah, you know, it's it's wild how we were able to get that directly I from know. your house. <laughs> yeah, and it's fresh. It's great. Right? So today we are here to talk about 
what what album? What album are we talking about today, Jeremy? Oh, dude, we've got a good one. And oh, do we? <laughs> a, a, a little behind the curtains here of the of the four people that have reservations at the Schmeeberger Resort this month. You you laid out four options for albums. Mm-hmm. I looked at the list and I just punched my way through and said. I want this one based on the name of the artist alone. The artist is the Robot Knights. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, self, it's got the word robot in the name. <laughs> this should be interesting. Looking at the other ones, I'm like, I don't know if I even want to fuck with that. This one is, is it has robots in the name. So it that's does. the one I picked. It is the Robot Knights with a 2017 album entitled Beta. Wow, you, and you, you kindly got the shared year the in here. Let's go. Yeah, you <laughs> kindly shared the files with me. I had never heard of this before, mm-hmm. but I was intrigued. And when you shared the files with me, um, I looked at the cover and saw a big ass dragon fighting a obviously a robot knight. Hell yeah! And I was like, "Holy shit! This is either going to be so good or so bad." <laughs> this is, and knowing and either you, way you're in, <laughs> either way I'm in. Knowing you, this could go. <clears throat> excuse me. This could be some really, really over the top heavy metal, like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden <laughs> style heavy metal, or this could be some really weird, like lo-fi eight bit nerdcore stuff. <laughs> either way. I'm interested. Don't know well, if it's going to be good, but here I go. It is certainly for nerds. Uh, the Robot Knights is uh, Maddie Myers, Zach Warner, and Dan Weissman uh, on guitar, drums, and guitar, respectively. And everybody does some vocals. Uh, so Maddie Myers is the reason why I know about this. Uh, she was a writer for Paste Magazine and also the Mary Sue. She's like a, a games journalist and all that stuff. Um so that was where I knew her from, uh, and she started blasting this out, and I was like, "I need, I need this, <laughs> I need to listen to this." So I, I actually backed it because it was it was a an Indiegogo supported thing. Um, so yeah, I backed that, got my physical copy, listened to it, and I was like, "I love the shit out of this. There, it is some good stuff." So yeah, it is very nerdy, but I love that shit. I mean. I'm I'm sure that That's shocks everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure that shocks everybody on this segment that I've done a couple times, in which I have covered at least two artists whose entire albums are about video games, both of which specifically took their names from Mega Man. <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah. Um, that's that's basically the history of this. I mean, it's it's not a very long one. It's a very simple thing to no. get around to. Um, so I think we're ready to get into it, except before well, we wait. do. Hold, hold on. Now, oh, do you have something? Because you, for your segment of the show, for for what you do on mm-hmm. Juggalo Judgment, you have a certain level of journalistic integrity, and I oh. want to respect. <laughs> I want to respect that. So okay. I actually. <laughs> I took a lot of notes. Oh shit! I don't think I've I don't think I've ever been more prepared for a podcast episode. Um, All right, let's go. I took some notes and I did some extra credit. I did um, some some internet sleuthing. I did some other listening, some uh, YouTube watching. Oh shit! You're setting and, a fucking bar. And even some 
some light cyber stalking just to find out who these people are because oh, no. that's just that's just what I do. Did you come across I, the Let's Watch Two Movies podcast? By name, but I haven't okay. listened to it. It's now, a pretty fun one. I go full in. If I like if 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 I listen to something, I want to know everything about it and I'm I want to go in. Nice. So in preparing for this episode, I have actually two sets of notes. I have a first reaction where I went in completely blind to this album. I had the files on my phone. I had the album cover and the track list, and that was it. I knew nothing about it. I didn't know, you know, what the lineup was for the band, what genre of music it was. I was just like, I have the files. I'm going to listen to it and jot down my initial thoughts as I go. And then I did a deeper dive yesterday where I listened to the tracks multiple times and took some more detailed notes and then did some extracurricular work, which I'm going to save for the end after we go through everything. But I want to make sure that you get the best version (laughs) of Jiggles on this podcast. You know, I am honored to have you. (laughs) That's fucking amazing. (laughs) So did you have some some preamble for this? No, no, not really. Um, like I said, oh, okay. I just went in blind. I just went in completely blind. Gotcha. And, okay. Um, so as we go through track by track, I'll let you know my initial reaction and then my uh, more detailed thoughts. Awesome. All right. Well, before we do that, gotta crack open a fucking island beverage, a little beach beverage. Uh, I have. I know you got some coffee. Is that what you got for us? Yeah. Let me let me crack it open. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that was beautiful. Uh, <laughs> it, it is actually, uh, if you want to be specific, it's Kirkland brand um, espresso <laughs> roast. Nice. That I, I ground last night and prepped my drip coffee machine. And I hear that's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, excuse me. I ordered it from the Schmeef Burger in Paradise Bar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not a, sorry for slipping out of character. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Well, I myself uh, went and just, uh, I hit up the cooler and uh, got myself a nice can of Dr. Pepper. Ooh. So I'm going to crack very, very, very tropical. Right? Yeah. It's uh, currently 726 in the AM here in the uh, Schmiebrigger and Paradise Resort. So, uh, too early for soda, which that's, I'm not really a partaker of much anyways. So, coffee is the way that's to go. That's fair. It's 5 o'clock somewhere, you know? Right. <laughs> 5 a.m. Yeah. Closer. <laughs> All right. So, let's dive on in with uh, track track number one, Werewolf on the Dance Floor.
that was probably the longest music segment on the show. <laughs> We've had some long ones, but you know, long intros. What can you do? Yeah, fucking a, dude. <laughs> fucking a. I hope that's that's just what so you my, have your, for your notes for your first listen. <laughs> it yeah, it's fucking a. Um, yeah, my initial reaction. I was so relieved that it was more on the metal side than <laughs> on the cheesy 8-bit side. I was not expecting a girl singer, and that made me smile because I love female vocals. She rules. <laughs> she fucking rules. Um, Yeah, and so that was my initial reaction to that was just like, wow, this is not what I was expecting. And... I dig it. Nice. Yeah, the the fucking drop into that first chorus goes so fucking hard. <laughs> like, yeah. So, something that I will yeah, probably I, be talking about a lot throughout this is their drummer. He fucking rips. Right. Like, yeah. He plays, in my opinion, the perfect thing in every situation. It's awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's something that I always gravitate towards in music is listening to the drummer. Even though I, I myself am a guitar player, I usually turn a deaf ear to guitar playing on records. I'm just like, whatever. You know? <laughs> if they're showing off, I'm like, eh, I'm not impressed. All right. Fair. But a drummer, on the other hand, that's where I always gravitate to. And I'm always like, damn, listen to that guy go. <laughs> now, on my more extensive listen, Second or third time around, I'm listening to it, and that intro, I'm like, wait a minute. That's got some Passage to Bangkok uh, vibes going on. <laughs> like, really similar. All right, all right. <laughs> and, and I, I, I know you know that I'm a big Rush fan. Of course. And you know that I know that you are a big Rush <laughs> fan as well. So we're headed in the right direction here. And as far as songs about lycanthropy... Dude, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I, I put out a, an EP of, of uh, werewolf-themed songs last Halloween. Nice. Instrumental, but loosely werewolf-themed, and that was a lot of fun. Hell yeah. I am always down for a good, a good monster reference or metaphor. Well, you know, speaking of that, a thing just unrelated to this, but on the subject of monster-related songs... Uh, one of my favorite people, Brian David Gilbert, um, released two EPs uh, for how like the past two years of Halloween. The first one was called Abba, uh, which was it's it's all Abba covers, but by different mm. horror monsters. <laughs> uh, oh wow! And then this this past year's was um, what what did you call them? Like BDGs, Heebie-Beebies, or something. Uh, <laughs> But it was it was all it was Bee Gees covers, and he specifically did uh, a cover of "Tragedy" as a werewolf. <laughs> oh, nice! It, it's nice. it's fucking great, and I love "Tragedy." It's probably it is actually like my favorite Bee Gees song, I reckon. But anyway, this one though, goddamn, it's a werewolf and a dance floor. Yeah, like 
And I mean, there there is a, a long history of monsters and dancing or discos. <laughs> uh, just last year, Slasher Dave put out a track called uh, Disco Drac, which was oh, amazing. Shit. Um, yeah, I mean, let's take it all the way back to the Monster Mash. I yep. mean, there is a precedent set for <laughs> monsters and dancing. They love to groove, you know? They do love to groove. And so just right off the bat, I was like, werewolf on the dance floor. Okay. I don't know what this has to do with Robot Knights, <laughs> but whatever. It's slightly horror-themed, good old monster mash type song. Hell yeah. I dig it. it- there's, a, there's a band called the Horror Pops. They are uh, slightly psychobilly, slightly horror punk kind of thing. Um, and they do a lot of that. They have uh, like Walk Like a Zombie or uh, Ghouls mm. and songs like that that sound like they're going to be horror songs. And they kind of are, but they there's kind of a deeper meaning in there. Right. Which kind of leads into what I thought about this song. Oh, yeah. Um, let me let me hear it. There, there was a line of thought that I got on that, okay, she's on the dance floor and there's a bunch of creepy, hairy werewolves and well, I got to be careful because they're going to eat me alive. And I'm like, well, yeah, no shit. You go to a, a <laughs> dance club or a bar or whatever. Yeah. There's going to be tons of creepy, gross men and you got to, you got to prepare yourself. Yep. Watch out for those werewolves on the dance floor. Cause they, they will eat you up. They will tear you to shreds. Uh huh. And, and even like what she talks about is trying to just blend into it and not, you know, right. Not be noticed in that way. While right. still having Which, an exit plan in case things go bad. And it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah. So she, I, I, I mean, this is just me implanting my own thoughts into this, maybe reading too far into it, but she's going to a club. And she knows there's going to be a bunch of misogynistic, creepy, predatory type men there mm. so she's going to try to blend in so she's going to try to be as non-feminine and really you know masculine and really be kind of rough and tough one of the boys hey, I could, <laughs> yeah i could dance with the boys don't fuck with me i could be a gross hairy werewolf too <laughs> listen to me howl yeah i mean there's that kind of stuff and just general like social anxiety vibes and stuff like yes god damn yes. it's looking at everybody in the in the building around you all the strangers are just thinking oh my god they can attack at any moment and that right there is social anxiety yep that's a manifestation of that it's a for sure a great metaphor to use to to describe but that. then overcoming it being the right. being a fucking badass Right. Also, I just got to say, and in the second verse, right at the beginning, where they have that break and their backups are just like, pow, pow I love that. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's, it's the perfect I, I gotta, level of say, cheesy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Musically, this, this song is great. And like I said, my first listen, I didn't do any research. I didn't know who was in the band, what instruments were being played, how many people were in the Nothing. So I'm like, okay, there's some guitars, there's some bass, there's some kind of synthy sound and stuff, and there's a drummer. Okay, cool. There's definitely some keyboards going on. And then to find out after after my first listen, 
And as I was doing my second listen, I visited their Bandcamp page. And I'm like, holy shit, this is just a three-piece with a freaking keytar? <laughs> a keytar? Really? A- Love the fucking keytar. My jaw hit the floor. <laughs> oh my god, dude. A keytar. I mean, I was thinking, okay, it's going to be a three-piece. Then, okay, we've got like a DJ, some kind of hybrid of, you know, keyboards and synth and DJ stuff. But no, this is a fucking keytar. Yep. And I'm just like, oh man, this this is great. And that bass synth that, the sh- that she uses is so good. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's uh, throughout but this whole there was, thing. There's there was so a much problem, though. Oh yeah, but the problem though, and this, this was a production thing or a mix thing mm. on the chorus when the drummer goes into that double kick part. Yep, it like overloads it. It muddies the whole. It does the whole song. Yeah, it does, and it's like, oh god, I, I hate that. It's because it's it's so it weird. Drops everything else because like this album. Okay. Here's here's a little little behind the scenes stuff. This album was actually um, two tracks on it were specifically uh, like mixed, like completely produced by the drummer, and then the rest of it was done by Plaid Dog Recording, uh, which right. I was not familiar with, but they are like a um, sort of they're they're there for like independent artists and all that stuff. It's a uh, crowdfunding sort of mm-hmm. uh they, they have like a crowdfunding system set up to help people who can't really afford like studio studio time to still be able to get that studio time and get their stuff right. outs and i was surprised that you know that that kind of sound came from that studio i'm like come on guys what are you doing <laughs> right and and this is this is one of the songs that was recorded and mixed by says mike davidson at plaid at plaid dog so this was professionally recorded and mixed yeah but at the same time though not very many bands employ a keytar True. so <laughs> how how do you mix that how do you record <laughs> and mix the keytar when you have a synth bass that drops so fucking low <laughs> and and warbles it warbles it does it's not just like a like a bass guitar where it's just like a boom it's got this wow <laughs> you know i yeah. mean it's it's got a crazy sound to it and when you hear it just kind of every once in a while you get a glimpse of it by itself where it kind of stands out in the mix and yeah, it's crazy. But they also yeah. have they have a demo called Alpha Code that's also that's on their true, they do. And I listened to that last night. And this song is on there. Mm-hmm. And you don't get that that oh, muddy shit. It's a lot more clear. So I, I, I and I assume that that was home recorded or self self produced. Yeah, probably probably same probably. same it, deal it has, as the other two, the drummer doing the stuff. Right. And that one, it sounds a lot better. And overall, that demo, there's there's hardly any overdubs. I think there might be a guitar overdub on maybe two songs. Mm-hmm. But overall, I actually prefer the demo oh, shit. for a lot of this. <laughs> because it kind of gives you more... I mean, like I said, going into this the first time, I didn't know the lineup. So I'm just like, okay, there might be... There might be two guitar players. There might just be one doubling up his tracks as is, you know, a pretty much a standard thing to do. Right. And then I, I, I watched some, some live footage of them 
And I'm like, okay, this is just a three piece. And that makes things more interesting to me as a three piece with a guitar as one of the pieces, <laughs> because you don't have that. I mean, your bass is relying on the, the guitar. Yeah. So you've got more like a, you've got like a doors dynamic or you've got a, you know, something where you don't have that bass guitar laying the foundation mm-hmm. and tying everything together. And the guitar player definitely plays some lead guitar. He's just not, he's not just a rhythm guy. Yeah. So as a three piece without studio magic, they've got a completely different sound than what you hear on this album. Yep. And the demo really shows that. And the guitar sounds so sick on the demo because you hear a lot more of it because there's no guitars layered on top of it. So you I'm actually really have to go Maddie's back and doing. listen to that. <laughs> yeah, I actually bought it last night because nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I figured I owed them, you know? Sure, you, sure. You forwarded me the files to this album, <laughs> which I and I loved. And so I, I figure I owed them. <laughs> right on. All right. Uh, anything else for Werewolf on the Dance Floor? Uh, no. Um, well, the I we forgot to say this before, but their uh, oh. their their Bandcamp bio is great. The Robot Knights are a synth pop rock trio featuring Maddie Myers on guitar and vocals, Zach Warner on drums and vocals, and Dan Wiseman on guitar and vocals. They write songs about robot knights fighting dragons. Apocalyptic zombie takeovers, mad sexy science, and dinosaurs. <laughs> mad sexy science. I mad just sexy science, dude. Highlight that. <laughs> mad sexy science. Well then, I suppose we can move on to one of those things that they mentioned with track two, Dragons. robot knights now we're into the story now. <laughs> this this song is like i love the mood of it that synth line mm-hmm. just gives it such a good texture to the whole thing and you know it fits with like this kind of somber tone of like i am programmed to do this this is all i'm able to do i can't do anything else i gotta go fight a dragon that is killed everybody else yeah and then of course there's a change up in it and you get to fucking jam out oh that change up is good 
Yeah. <laughs> what do you got for me? So, when I was a kid, we had a, a Commodore Amiga computer. Ooh. And there were some video games on there. There was a couple of uh, D&D games and D&D like inspired kind of games. Got that eye Medieval of the beholder. That was my favorite. That was my favorite. But I'm thinking of uh, there was one that was like a Forgotten Realms one. I forget exactly what it was. Um, but that synth line sounds like that. It sounds like music from one of those games. <laughs> nice. Like an old school computer game that's, you know, kind of medieval setting or D&D inspired. And it's so good. And it's juxtaposed very nicely with that marching beat on the drums and yep. the that palm muted guitar. Really mm. nice. It's so good. And even like whenever it like kicks in and it, it fucking kicks in hard that the guitar lick that he plays just laying it down with that and yeah god and this is i mean werewolf on the dance floor was already nerdy but this is where you get even nerdier with oh shit yeah <laughs> well th this this song now sets a theme for the album and for the band itself for sure because i mean I'm looking at this and I'm like, Robot Knights, okay. The cover is a robot knight fighting a dragon. <laughs> and you look at the track listing and it's like, okay, well, there's two songs that reference that have to do with robots by looking at the titles. And then there's one song that has, you know, it's a dragon. You're like, okay, so how does all this fit together? Werewolf <laughs> on the dance floor gives you no, no the context The answer is, it. it doesn't. It's not a concept <laughs> well, it album. <laughs> it's not. It is, but it isn't. And being an ICP fan, I'm used to that. Yeah. <laughs> right? We have a concept album. Are we going to stick to that concept? Hell well, no. Well, maybe, maybe for a couple of songs. And those couple of songs might just do it really well. And this one does it really well. This is so on the nose and this is so good. It's the, the beginning of the saga, the beginning of the saga of the robot knight. You're introduced to their, their mission. Their, their programming is to kill dragon, slay a dragon. Exterminate not, them even. Exterminate. That's the thing. There's also a mention in there of uh, killing the whole dragon race. Mm -hmm. Dragons no more, no more, no more. It's dark, man. <laughs> Super fucking dark. Like, holy shit, dude, we're on dragon genocide here. It gets really xenophobic. It's uh, it a little unsettling. <laughs> um, but damn. He wants to kill the entire dragon race. Um, but it's, it, it's just her programming. She can't help it. That's just what she's supposed to do. Right? It's a... Uh... It's a living, I guess. <laughs> it's a living. Yeah. And we, and and we get to... A, oh, go ahead. Oh, there's a ripping ass guitar solo, too. There is a ripping guitar solo. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, like, I like a lot of the guitar work in this, and the solos are pretty good, except, like, the one thing, and it's just kind of, like, me seeing the things that I don't like about my own playing. <laughs> Where it's like... <laughs> Like, I know whenever I play solo, sometimes I'm like, ah, I'm fucking just meandering. I'm not actually, like, crafting anything here. God damn right. it. <laughs> and I can hear that a little bit in some of these, but, like, they're still solid. They're they're good. <laughs> like, oh, everybody sure. is, 
everybody's doing their thing, contributing excellently in this. And this is this is definitely a, a standout one in that way. Yeah, this is a very standout song. And this was part of the live set that I watched too. They played Ooh, this song. Nice. Yeah. I need to look all that up. <laughs> yeah, it's on their YouTube. Um yeah. just look up Robot Nights on YouTube and there's a whole a whole set from some some dive bar. And it's I mean it's crappy quality. The audio and video aren't lined up. It, yeah, I don't happens. know if I don't know if that was a me problem or a them problem, but it was it kind of made it hard to enjoy. But their performance was solid. Mm. And, all right. Uh, anything uh, else? La- oh, laser beam, sight unseen. What remains? One robot's dream. God, it's <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, like, and it's one of those like okay. So I try very hard in my life nowadays as in my 30s to to kill the cringe within me Hmm. and you know sometimes it's a little hard because whenever somebody says something like armor unblockable achievement unlockable i'm like a little bit eh, uh, a little too nerdy for me (laughs) but you know what i'll let it go (laughs) i'll let it go this whole thing is too fucking good (laughs) yeah yeah and that yeah that's another thing too is just the the terminology the the word usage very video gamey and very video gamey, very nerdy. It's just unabashed uh, and you gotta oh yeah. respect it. <laughs> Broken drives, upgrade found, safe install, gotta break down your firewall. I mean mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean these are some nerdy, dorky fucking <laughs> lyrics. But and damn, you know, I'll be damned if she does not sing them with such conviction and such passion. I mean she commits and that's what makes it. Exactly. She's, she commits to the bit better than uh, most people. I mean, this, I was concerned by, you know, how nerdy this was that is this going to be too over the top? Is this going to be too campy? Am I, am I not going to enjoy it? Am I just going to be like, nah, I get what they're doing and I appreciate it, but come on. It's so, but this, this wasn't that. This stayed safely within the realm of no this is just really clever and really good Mm. hell yeah all right so if that's all we got we can move on to track three zombie apocalypse
<laughs> Damn, those keyboards are so good. Yep. <laughs> and we get more of that warbly ass bass too. Mm. You really hear it on the chorus. It's God, the, the like the fucking phase on that keyboard is so yeah. sick. I it's it's almost I mean it's very very video game inspired. Mm-hmm. I was I was playing Double Dragon yesterday. Nice. And this <laughs> reminds me of that. <laughs> God, that rips. <laughs> yeah, I love the way that they took the idea of a zombie apocalypse and went like cuz I I don't know, I feel like a lot of zombie apocalypse stories are about survival and stuff and this one's just kind of openly acknowledging like no, we're done. We're fucked. Yeah, we're just kind of hanging on it. the best we can. <laughs> right. It is a we're, foregone we're, we're conclusion. We're doing what we can for now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a fun little side story. Um, this is not canon. The first track is not <laughs> canon. The second song is is your story, is your theme. Um, this is like a monster of the week from the X-Files, you know? Yep. How like every other episode is just a, it's just a fun romp of, you know, sci-fi, horror, whatever but it doesn't have anything to do with the real story. And that's Did what you, I feel like they're doing with this album. Yeah. Because imagine Mulder and Scully, uh, having to deal with a, a werewolf that's in disco clubs. <laughs> haven't they? I have no idea. I, I actually don't want, I, I, I never really watched the X-Files. I think there was a, a Halloween episode, like in one of the later seasons where it was like a film noir kind of thing. <laughs> oh, and it was all in black and white. And I, th- I, yeah, there was a monster in that. So yeah, I think so. X-Files fans fill us in. <laughs> yeah, for real. I, I'm, I'm an X-Files fan, but I haven't really watched in a long, long time. Hmm. But yeah, this is totally, I mean, it's a zombie apocalypse and normally those just bore me because it's been done so many times and I'm just like, meh, whatever. Real life is scary enough. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. imagine what it's going to be like if this actually happens. But you're right. They they took a different kind of spin on it and those synths synths are so fucking cool. They it's it's actually kind of it's it's weird because, you know, the the song is lyrically pretty bleak. Oh, but yeah. it's kind of just the acceptance of that that just kind of makes it feel good anyway. Yes. <laughs> like yeah. It's literally just they were they were practicing or whatever they were jamming out in the garage and they walk outside to find oh we are in the midst of it we were in the fucking thick of it we have nothing we were not prepared (laughs) yeah and i don't know there i I, sometimes jesus take the wheel feels good to just kind of throw (laughs) throw caution to the wind just say like it's done that's it you know if there's nothing you can do, then you can't do anything wrong. <laughs> right. This is this is very much uh, Jin and Andor on the beach at the end of Rogue One facing certain death. That there's nothing they can do. So they just sit there and they they just watch the the coming doom. They're just like, well, you know, we did what we could. Appreciate your final moments the best yeah, you can. <laughs> exactly. And there's a certain level of acceptance to that. But at the same time, that hook is so catchy and so, so good, so good, so melodic and so, I mean, her vocals. And then the, is this the first time we get the back, the, the guy singing backup, like in any real capacity? Like harmonies. Yeah. 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 That's just, like the most yeah, serious Yeah. That just kind of came out of left it. field and it's like, whoa, holy crap. Yeah. This is, this is a hook. Yeah. It sure is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And this is also the, the, the verses are a little are a little clunky, just lyrically. 
as far as how they fit the music. It's a little clunky, mm-hmm. not in a bad way. It's just there's a lot of words there, and she's cramming them all into, you know, not melody be damned. She's just cramming the words in there until they fit. <laughs> but then you get this hook that is just beautiful. It's it, it really just it opens up and it just feels great. <laughs> Yeah, this is also and, yeah, that's the thing. That's good. Good songwriting craft right there is how you can have sure. a verse that's feels busy, feels confined, feels like there's is there too much going on? You've got a lot of words. And then all of a sudden it opens just like you said, it opens up. You know, you get maybe you get the, you know, the ride and ride symbol instead of a hi hat. You get a little bit more space between the drum hits. The whole thing opens the vocals soar. And that's a good fucking hook. Yeah. This is also the track where, like, like I said, the drumming is excellent throughout this whole album, but it fucking shines here. Also, Mm -hmm. this is one of the ones that was uh, specifically mixed by their drummer. Like, this was uh, one that their drummer did all the production on, uh, besides the vocals. Uh, And, God, this one is so sick. There's an awesome drum break in the middle of it. And I always love the very end of it. It just has, like, this little guitar thing to lead back into the <laughs> chorus and yes it just hits me every time i love that and then also <laughs> the this, this was on the demo too and the demo version oh, nice. is just as good just as good maybe better i don't know it's really good i'll have to look i, I do need I, I really need to listen to that <laughs> these guys write some proggy ass music they do yeah. it's so much fun <laughs> yeah I also really love the line that she has in the second verse about her boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wrote that who, down too. Who was turned and she just left him in a barn and she's like, had to break up and we'll make up when I'm dead. <laughs> right. Relationships really suffer when one person turns into a zombie. But her acceptance of it, well, it's just for now. Yeah. <laughs> because like, pretty I too soon will I'll be a zombie. <laughs> yeah, I'll be just like him soon. So I just need to stay away from you from ne- for now so I can... <laughs> survive as long as i can but yeah i love it one of my faves uh do you have anything else on this uh no No, all right moving on we're gonna get back into some some canon tracks yeah we're back to the back to the story fight song robot revolution in that guitar <laughs> so what this is a ska band now what? yes <laughs> <laughs> that, that was exactly my my first impression note was just, how is this ska now ska prog <laughs> <laughs> I, 
and then okay robot rights um i thought um another star wars reference from the uh, han solo movie i didn't uh, see droid that L- i missed that oh the droid l337 um she's uh leads the the droid rights uh, or the droid liberation front oh, she's all wait. about uh when was solo rights. released uh, a few years ago 2019 maybe 18 this was pre-solo this was pre-solo yeah. Solo actually took inspiration from the Robot Knights. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, this is a huge exposition drop. It is. This is <laughs> I mean, talk about cramming a lot of lyrics into a song. Mm-hmm. And I mean... This is the 2112 of this album. This is... <laughs> I can see this that, is, yeah. Okay, yeah. I told you this was a concept album, right? This That's true. This is your story. This is the story of why, maybe not why, but how at least explaining that the robots were programmed to fight the dragons. The humans programmed the robots to fight the dragons, mm-hmm. but the humans are the real enemy. So that's the interesting thing because like this, this song goes in so many different directions throughout it. Cause it's like, yes, there is that part where it's like, you know, First, you're just told that you have to fight the dragons, but that's not the only thing you're going to have to do. You're going to be taking care of these fuckers your whole goddamn existence. (laughs) And then there's that middle bridge part where it talks about that is your that is what you do in return for being maintained by the humans. Like, you know, right. You protect them. They keep you running (laughs) but then like god it's it's so weird because then in that last part the last verse she talks about like wanting to join the robot knights because they're you know they're fucking super powerful and stuff but it's like Mm -hmm. those are the ones that are doing the dragon fighting and don't have free will and it's like damn right. joining the oppressors to gain power that's fucking bleak that's really yeah just <laughs> too relevant uh-huh. <laughs> yeah well and you and you said maddie used to write for the mary sue and i saw that in her bio too mm-hmm. and so th- th- this is all coming together for me this is and this is the first time i'm looking at these lyrics too when I listened to it before, I was just kind of going off ear and there's a lot of lyrics. And so I wasn't really digesting all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to read you the notes that I, that I had here. No, the, knowing, not the uh, first reaction. Knowing Maddie Myers, um, the lines in that bridge uh, to protect and serve are not said in any kind of positive way. <laughs> no, and, well, and, it, and, it, and it's interesting. That's that's the part that uh, one of the guys sings, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. So it, we lose her out mm-hmm. of the out of the story for a second, which is this is the first time in the album that she's not doing vocals. Somebody else handles it. Yep. And so that's to protect and serve. Makers maintain us. We give our word in exchange to sustain us. They replace our parts, but they never take our hearts. That part, that those last Fucking two lines a. are sung together, <laughs> and God, I love yeah. it. 
Right. And that and that's like the 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 robot creed. That's what so they're anthemic. <laughs> right. That that's their their programming. That's what they're programmed to know that yes, we protect and serve the makers who maintain us. And yep. in exchange, they're gonna replace our parts. But they'll never take our hearts. And uh, then she comes back. This the song goes back to the back to the, the ska thing, and then she picks up the vocals again. And then that's when she says that she's going to take that power and become a robot knight. Mm-hmm. It's so we're it's back wild. to the story. We're back to the story. <laughs> the first part of the story, we were introduced to the concept of robots fight, fighting dragons. And now we're starting to dive into a little bit of maybe the why and the, and the how that's being done. Um, yeah. The dragons distract from the human enemy. This this is the the big the big part of the album. This is like the I don't want to say climax because it it's not like it drops from here, but this right. is like the, <laughs> this is like the centerpiece of the album. This is the the meat of it. Mm-hmm. This I mean, is this, the beef in your stew. This this is where if if you if you're coming at this as a concept album, this is the the concept part. This is the highest right. form of concept. <laughs> right. Right. But what a strange choice to make this the biggest musical outlier. <laughs> I mean, that ska guitar just, it threw me for a loop. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and that... I mean... A good synth bass, too. <laughs> yeah, that synth bass was solid. And you know I love me some ska. Mm-hmm. But just in, in the mix of the rest of the album, I was I was a little uneasy with it. I was like, this, <laughs> this sounds weird. But then you get into that bridge where it's back to the more metal-sounding stuff. And then it settles back into the ska at the end of the song. It's... You get get just a it, little it, bit of rock anthem in the middle of it, and then <laughs> that yeah, that rock anthem is solid as fuck. The ska makes it a little bit more campy, which I don't mind a little bit of camp. In fact, a little bit of camp is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is teetering dangerously close to the my camp threshold. Just the ska <laughs> part of it. Um, you know, it, it gives me uh, like Bowling for Soup vibes. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Not a big 1985 guy. <laughs> no, uh, but that transition to the uh, to the bridge, that epic part of the song, the transition is great. Mm-hmm. But I'll be honest, I I don't love the guy's voice. It's interesting. He he can definitely sing well. It's just his. Mm-hmm. It's it's the texture of it that's a little odd for this kind of thing. Yeah, it doesn't really. I mean. The music switches and you get that big anthemic 80s rock, you know, arena rock kind of thing. His voice doesn't really suit to that. He just doesn't have grit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But then when Maddie comes back in for the last couple of lines and they sing in harmony, that sounds great. Their voices blend very well. (laughs) They do. And like I said in the previous song on the hook, they harmonize really well. Yep. I just don't like this guy's voice on his own. That's fair. All right. Anything else about Fight Song? No, sir. All right. Time for track five. We're gonna we're gonna kick it to 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 my birth time, the nineties.
ballad time. Yep. Good old breakup tracks, man. <laughs> yeah, this has got a cool jazzy organ to it, too. Mm. It's not your typical uh, 80s sounding synth that you'd expect from the guitar. It has something that sounds more like a, like an old Hammond or Roland organ. Mm. I also love that um, riff. It's a good riff. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. But were these kids even alive in the nineties? Yes. I'm I'm wondering. I was looking at their at, at their pictures and I'm like, these these are youngins. I'm pretty Sorry, sure, I'm sure Maddie I'm sure is sure my, Matt, I'm Maddie's sure older than I am. I think she was born in the eighties. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cause I'm showing my age here. I was born in seventy nine. So I remember the nineties. Mm. I was in my teenage years in the nineties and there's a lot of the nostalgia for that going around, and most of it I'm looking at like, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But oh, yeah, this is, this is When you this were a kid good. then, it's different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this is, uh, again, teetering on that line of, uh, of camp. Really? Um, yeah. It's good, though. It's, it's a good, okay. solid song. <laughs> um, it's mainly the, uh, just the lyrics of the, of the chorus. It's got, oh, the um, chorus. Hmm. I like yeah. the chorus. Okay, that's fair. Oh, I like it too. It's just, I mean, the track is called the 90s and it's, you know, the last line is, or maybe it was just the 90s. And it's like, right. I love this. I, I love <laughs> that no, line. But no, it's, it's good. It's it, good. It, it's, it's like, I, it, you know, in, in general, just the little moments that are described in the verses mm-hmm. are just really good. And it definitely does like kind of, make me miss a lot of stuff like the first fucking verse of it like really brings throws me back and makes me miss like arcades from my youth because Mm -hmm. anytime i go to arcades now they usually fucking suck Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah that like you're not gonna find anything that's anywhere near as good as as a i mean like if you find a time crisis you're doing pretty good you're not going to find right. that many of those. You're not going to find Area 51s anymore. My my local mall arcade actually uh, used to have a Lucky and Wild machine, which was awesome. If you've never played Lucky and Wild, that is Doesn't a, ring a bell now. bitchin' fucking game. Two guns on a dashboard and a steering wheel. One person drives and shoots, the other one just shoots. Or one person drives and other person just dual guns it. Uh, it's like a buddy cop okay, thing. Not, that sounds a little familiar. Sounds dope. Yeah, it, it was rad. Uh, but like, yeah, it, it just made me think about a lot of stuff like that and just like, you know, times that are kind of gone and that, you know, the passage oh, sure. of time, just got to deal with that, I guess, even if yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> the, the, the second verse, uh, went through the drive-in still on foot, late yeah. night food with no car yet. You stole my gas station candy bar, and I said no way. So you snuck it back to the store. It's just cute, and that's—I mean, that's—that's the first. It's just a cute little thing, you know. (laughs) But yeah, those days when you didn't have a car and you just walked Mm. everywhere, took the bus. There's little moments that like stick with you about shit, and it's always something incredibly dumb, but it just has an impact for some reason. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, making stupid mistakes. She says it right there in the third verse. Yep. But yeah, this is a yeah, it's a bittersweet little look back on on youth and yep. uh, times gone by. And if a time with a certain person was really that good or if it was just the 90s, you know, are you misremembering? Yeah. Is it just the, <laughs> is it just the nostalgia? Is it, is it just, just the nostalgia? The, because you 
you miss certain aspects of of that time in your life and you associate it with who you were with or you know what you were doing yep which is but was it really as good as you're remembering or is it just because and that's why people miss the 90s because that's why they people were kids the 90s. they were kids and they didn't really know how bad it was <laughs> exactly exactly and it's just a nice little nice little song it's a it's a it's a cool refreshing soft song in the middle of this otherwise pretty rocking album mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's good pl- good place for it and this is actually one where again the fucking drummer at the end mm. of the solo in this which there's a nice little solo very functional mm-hmm. very melodic uh, yeah at the end of the solo he play the drummer plays this fill and it's so weird to me every time it comes up it fits it sounds amazing but he's playing like a fucking like old school thrash fill for this like <laughs> double kick cymbal chokes and stuff <laughs> he go he goes and in some weird blasts. directions and it's it's so good it's so weird and but it's perfect and it rules <laughs> yeah he he definitely sits in a weird position in this band where he's not really sure what genre this music is. I don't think any of them are. And that's kind of the beauty of it because they're, it's three musicians that have their own ideas of what they want to play Mm -hmm. and they get together and it's not just one thing. It's an an amalgamation of everything that they, that the three individual people are into. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so this drummer, he just does some fucking thrashy beats (laughs) and yeah, with a double kick and stuff. And and this is a this is a slow, soft, low dynamic song. It is, and that's <laughs> and and that's when a drummer can really show you what he can do. Yep, and, and he because fucking lays it down as he always oh, yeah. does. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, I, I I love this song. This was a great song. Um, like I said, I mean, it's just lyrically mainly the hook. You know, just the. Oh, it's the nineties. It you know, it teeters on that edge of uh, you know, uh, is this just too cheesy for me or do I really love it? And it, it's definitely leaning towards the I love it. Nice. <laughs> all right. I think that's all for the nineties. Back to today, yes. I suppose. Um yeah, we're gonna get back on track. Hey. <laughs> hey. With track six, Ghost Train. Oh.
fucking ghost train. Fucking ghost train. The the intro to the song is, uh, I guess you can call it an onomatopoeia. Yeah. It it sounds like <laughs> what it's called. I mean, the whole intro is just that that woo, snare woo. roll. The chick 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 chick, and then there's a and this was and actually on the part of the live set and <laughs> the fucking the drummer right after that that uh, little guitar thing he goes all aboard <laughs> and, and and they almost lose it for a second i mean the band just like falls apart for half a second they're like oh god <laughs> i love that and, that's good shit and, really good shit and then he keeps speeding it up and yep. it's it's more pronounced on the live version and mm-hmm. i think this is on the demo too um i think so i think i looked yes, at the tracks on the, the demos demo. but i didn't uh I, I didn't actually listen yeah. to those and i need to and on the on the record version it's they kind of speed up a little bit and then he just breaks into a fill and they go into it but the intro is a little longer on the demo version and also on the live recording. Oh. And there's a, a very noticeable tempo increase that just keeps building and building and building and building. <laughs> and you're like, holy crap, they're getting way too fast. This is not going to work. <laughs> and then he breaks into that fill and they settle into the song. Yeah, this And that's this another case something... where I think the demo, the demo did better. But this is mm. really good. The, the guitar overdubs uh, give it a little bit more dynamic, which I appreciate. You can you can definitely milk that intro a whole lot, especially in a live set. <laughs> oh sure, yeah. <laughs> like, and that that's that's just good shit. Like this actually, like especially in the verses, gives me like police truck vibes by the Dead Kennedys. <laughs> like just the tone oh, of yeah. it and the way that they're playing stuff, like the guitar yeah. lines and all that. And this is so a, cool. just a fun song mm-hmm. musically. This is a lot of fun. Um, it's so fucking keyboard heavy. Very, that was my very anthemic my in- initial hook. note. Yeah, my initial note was by the time I got here, it was this is very keyboard heavy. So <laughs> glad I picked this album. Plus that singer. Uh, this has to be my favorite uh, synth on the album. Nice. It's nice. it's so good. There's there's it's the song like all around is awesome. I mean. You get some of that classic Maddie Myers storytelling. We talk about it on the show all the time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> You're not wrong, though. You're totally not wrong. Yeah. You know, this you've girl been, can write some lyrics. Been out on the road, taking your train back home, and the train's like, "You're going home, home, motherfucker." <laughs> yeah. Like it's she talks about ticket. running to the front of the train to you know find the conductor. Nobody, not a single person there, but voices everywhere yeah and i this is not this is not the polar express no this is a very very dark version of the polar express i do really like at the end of it as well where she uh you know pops open the doors and hops out and runs to the next station is like it's my stop nice (laughs) (laughs) that's what the emergency stop is for that's what it's for (laughs) yeah what a relief (laughs) It's so, it's so good. Like it's just like like you have this whole build up to it and like the the bridge to it is like you know builds up that anxiety about like uh, I might fucking die here and then at the end of it yeah. it's just like 
I jumped out, ran oh, to my next, call. <laughs> ran to the next stop, and oh, here I am. Cool, awesome. <laughs> That's yep, over. <laughs> there you go. Happy ending. <laughs> just a, a, an unending, I guess you'd call it. Right. It's I mean, just, you know, it it's resolved. building up to something. Well, it resolves, but in the most simple, like, oh, well, that's all done. Okay. It's like, <laughs> what's up with that train? Who knows? <laughs> don't, don't know. Let don't it care. go. It's over. Yeah. Uh, and it reminds me of actually, um, good old Final Fantasy VI, the Phantom Train that you can suplex. <laughs> Everyone right. loves it. <laughs> I I I have to imagine that that somewhere in there inspiration was taken from that because I happen to know that Maddie is a Final Fantasy VI enjoyer and probably well, the rest of the band too. It's a good one. Yeah. I, I'm still upset that uh, FF6 was only only sold to a VIP uh, ticket holders and it wasn't <laughs> released to the general public. I'm still a little salty about that. I don't know what that is. I I flipped your joke. I took it and I flipped it. I love it. I love it. There you go. Yeah, no, this is a great song. Um, Again, it's just, you know, it's the the sci-fi horror themed kind of song. But maybe there's more to it than that. But it's definitely not anything to do with robots or dragons or knights. No. (laughs) But I mean, I'll say... If I've been away from home for a very long time, I certainly feel like I feel probably the worst on a trip on like the return home. It is the absolute like worst feeling that I can have, especially like whenever it comes to like whenever I take a long road trip somewhere and then I'm driving back home, like it is the most exhausting, just mentally taxing fucking part of any trip and by the end of it, I do feel like I'm dying. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. The the kids are taking turns, uh, falling asleep or complaining in the back. Uh, (laughs) Your wife's asleep in the passenger seat and, uh, you're just tired and you just, and you just know that you have several more hours to go. (laughs) So many more hours of driving and you just want to be home. But Hey, there's my stop right there. Cool. (laughs) <laughs> and then it's over all right anything else for ghost train uh no actually i didn't even really have many notes for this song it's it's yeah. a very simple song but it's it a very is. fun one it's got a lot of lyrics and it does <laughs> i'm looking at them now and i mean yeah there's some stuff going on here but really it's just a it's just a fun song so yeah there's a lot of lyrics (laughs) but like all of them are really just put towards explaining what's going on very evocative Mm -hmm. it's perfect yeah it just kind of paints a picture of a hey i'm on a speeding train (laughs) i don't know where it's going it's scary and i want to go home yeah all right moving on to track number seven this was another one that was produced by their drummer Mm -hmm. um this is robot love
love song <laughs> this I, is I what i've you, been waiting for I, I held my notebook up for you and the the one word that i that i wrote specifically for this was nerds <laughs> <laughs> but i say yeah. in the most loving way possible <laughs> yeah this is the nerdiest batch of lyrics i have ever seen it's so fucking adorable <laughs> it's cute it's cute um yeah, honestly though, I I wanted Maddie back. Um, That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like the lyrics to the song. Musically, I mm-hmm. like the song, and I like the lyrics. Um, I'm just not a fan of the guy's voice. I mean, he's um, such a perfect soft boy for this song. <laughs> he is. He is. But after, what are we on now? Seven. This is the seventh song. And this is the first one yep. that's not Maddie at all. I just feel like, oh, well, I've you know I've. <laughs> I've been listening to her. That's what this album is to me. It's this. This is Maddie. This is a, a, a woman's voice. She's a robot. She wants to be a knight. She fights dragons. <laughs> she goes off on these, you know, weird nostalgic trips back to the '90s. She's on a train. Whatever, cool. And then we get a love song, and it's like, oh, but this is that dude that we kind of heard a little bit from. And, <laughs> oh, his his lyrics are are funny and cute and stuff. But oh, I miss, I miss her. I'm glad she's on the hook. But yeah. <laughs> I, I love the fucking vocal harmonies like they, oh, they, this they one in particular. Holy shit. Especially like the I can't I can't remember what the hell it is uh, called in like theory stuff. But that like I think it might be like a counterpoint harmony thing mm-hmm. uh, with the way that she's singing it and stuff. It's so fuck. I, God, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is. I don't know. I, I like this one. It's a very cute song again. Like I. That uh, pre-chorus line, actually, uh, call up the logs from when we used to chat. <laughs> she smiles when I ask if she remembers uh-huh. that. I'm like, that's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so cute. <laughs> yeah. And this is this song is in canon. This song is canon. This is <laughs> the commitment to the bit, as, I, as mm-hmm. I like to say, because there's nothing about 100%. this song that is not robot computer yep (laughs) this i mean this is exactly how a computer would express his feelings of romance towards another computer (laughs) (laughs) i mean they they swapped circuits years ago uh Mm -hmm. you know i show her my specs she invites (laughs) she invites him back to her place to check out her modded case right local area (laughs) connection (laughs) 
words. <laughs> yeah. It's just as close as two robots could ever get. It's it is it's really cute. It is a super cool song. I'm surprised this one does not uh, overload your your camp circuits because I mean <laughs> this one oh, is it's, so fucking over. Oh, the it's top. way over the top. I mean it is way beyond. It just leans in hard enough that it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so far over it, the edge that it's just like eh, it's whatever. <laughs> you do you. It's, it's very cool. self aware in that yeah. way. <laughs> it's having fun. Yeah, exactly. It it takes the 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 themes and the concepts that were explained and built upon earlier and it just takes him and it's like we're going full bore here. run off in a direction yeah, just, hey this is just <laughs> robot love this is just remember the the the, the shtick about the robots yeah we're doing that but we're going all the way with it <laughs> this is funny this is just whatever we'll get back to some more serious stuff later maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh anything else on robot love nope okay so track eight the mountain some woes we get some woes we get some, we've had some woes before but like this is like this is chorus woes yeah, this is <laughs> woes what do you got for so we're kind of almost back on that ska thing again with the guitar it's he's teasing it um he's got some chops though he's got some fucking chops yeah. um that's right i would i would have put this more in like this is like a like a nineties like on the lighter side of alt rock. Sure, sure. Not like alt alt mm-hmm. rock, but Right. Like a like a blind melon or something. <laughs> yeah. So my notes, uh my initial notes were this is bonkers. Um I feel like there's more to this. Um my more detailed notes were uh are they not robots anymore? Um What a rude mountain though, really. Honestly, it's, well, uh, you it's know, groovy. it's it's kind it's of groovy. It's rude, but kind of kind of. But uh, the, the music is the song's a fucking odyssey. <laughs> it's groovy. Um, mm. I know I said this about Ghost Train, but this guitar fucking rules. Uh, yeah, she goes the, in for a solo. This one kind of goes into she goes for a solo. That's right. This one, and it's not very long, but it's great. Mm. And then it breaks. The song breaks. You get some cool ass drum fills. There's 
great guitar licks everywhere. And the whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, big epic finish yeah. uh, at the end of the song. This song is like fucking eight minutes long. It is. <laughs> and it's great. I mean, there is. It's it's a journey. It's lyrically, it's a journey. Musically, it's a journey. And that's they're going full prog on this. Not just with the length, but I mean, the song goes all over the place. There's different breakdowns. There's different riffs. There's different solo segments. Um, I'm not not sure. I mean, the, the song isn't. I mean, it's about a mountain, and it's about kind of like it is. Well, like like Kirk told Spock in uh, what was that? Uh, Star Trek three i want to say um why do you why do humans climb mountains because it's there <laughs> i mean that's that's why yeah. and i happen to, well she climbs it because it gave her the thing well right yeah yeah and she wanted to show in, in the spot. <laughs> so, i mean fuck you mountain and i and i and it's, i get that it's about uh un, seemingly insurmountable things you know you see something mm-hmm there it's big and it's oppressive and it's giving you the finger and you're like no fuck you i'm gonna climb you and i'm gonna best you (laughs) and in this particular case that mountain wants her to succeed it's like it's challenging Mm -hmm. her and it's it's antagonizing her but it's also like friendly in a way it's like i'm 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 making you do you're going to you're going to experience something here. You're going to you're going to go through a change and you're going to fucking make it. But it's going to be a pain in the ass and I'm going to be flicking you off the whole way. Right. <laughs> this, this is the uh I mean it's kind of the placement in the album is uh, is weird for this part of the story, but if you're looking at this in like a Joseph Campbell Hero's Journey kind of way, then this is like <laughs> the epic uh journey this is where this is where luke meets obi-wan this is where the magical element is kind of introduced and the char- the the protagonist has to go on this uh self discovery kind of mission you know and it's it's at the end of the album which is weird but also just being that it's a a big proggy rock song it makes sense mm-hmm. and it's really anthemic and really cool and fucking keytars. What can I say? Fucking keytars. <laughs> and have you seen that thing? I have. And, I mean, she looks like a, like yeah, a small person. And that thing is enormous <laughs> on her. It's amusing. It, it so, is. Uh, her, uh, her handle used to be, I, th- I don't think it is anymore. Uh, her handle, handle used to be Samus clone because she would do, you know, Samus Aaron cosplay mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, but, you know, in, in, in the canon of like seven foot tall Samus, she does not quite fit <laughs> that, but she does fit the look over like aside from that. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the mountain, that's it, you know, got your got your shit to overcome. And, and sometimes maybe, maybe even though it's like you're, you're trying to overcome it, it's not necessarily against you right yeah and yeah some some good old maddie meyer storytelling mm-hmm. classic classic uh 
Anything else? Mm. No, this was a good song. This is really good. And I feel like... All right. Well, go on to the next song. Okay. Uh, the, the last track, sort of. Sort of. Track nine, Dinosaurs. As as I, I feel like what you were about to say was that the mountain is an excellent album closer. Yeah, and this is kind of like a bonus track. <laughs> yes. Um, also, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> this what? is a fun, goofy track. <laughs> huh? Here's my my initial notes. My my blind listen notes. Dinosaurs. <laughs> is this weird, Al? I mean, they, they said it in their bio. They write songs about times. I think that was written retroactively. Uh, <laughs> kind of sad that they broke character, honestly. Um, but they ha- weren't really in character the whole album anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just want to say that The Mountain was a great album closer. Um, this song is is just off the fucking wall. This Musically, it's cool as hell. That that mm-hmm. synth bass line is one of my favorite things on the album. It's so mm-hmm. cool, and it just it just walks around it like it it walks like a fucking dinosaur, right? It just it just <laughs> lumbers through. The drums are are they off time? No, they're on time, but are they off time? It's weird. He he does this weird thing. <laughs> He's shuffling he a little. He shuffles and he does this. Uh, uh, not really a different. I forget what the term is. Not a different time signature, but like breaking the intervals up a little differently than everybody else. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, so it sounds like it's off, but it's not because he's keeping time. Uh, this does not fit on the album at all. <laughs> at all. I mean, thematically, musically, um, Maddie is only on backup vocals, which she harmonizes great. Um, Mm-hmm. I understand this is nerdcore. <laughs> dinosaurs are rad. I love dinosaurs. They are. But this, I feel like, but a, this uh, song ain't it. This, <laughs> this song ain't, ain't it for me. Um, I mean, I guess on, on its own, as its own thing, it's fine. It's 
mm-hmm. this was just a single on their Bandcamp or on streaming or whatever, and it's just like, oh, hey, here's a cool song we wrote about dinosaurs, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. Remember, I mentioned before uh, mm-hmm. Bowling for Soup. I mean, this yeah, this feels like uh, something that would be on like Phineas and Ferb. You know, it just <laughs> I see that it's a. S- that's slightly educational kind of geared towards kids but not all the way <laughs> just kind of immature cute fun song about sciencey stuff well that kind of leads us into like the thing of why this is kind of the last track because right after this there is a clean version of there it is. and not a clean version in that they you know did some weird edits or anything like that no they redid vocals and you know changed some of the lines One. to to be kid friendly. One word. No, they they say they say badass at some point. They? And they they probably I believe they changed that too. <sighs> I thought it was just the one f word. <laughs> I mean, okay, big I'm, fucking teeth. Yeah, yeah I'm, but. <laughs> I'm looking at the at the lyrics on the Bandcamp page, and uh, yeah, the first line is "I've got big old claws, big fucking teeth." Um, there's yep. no other. There is uh, in the in the uh, bridge part. There's being a dinosaur. It's awesome. Badass to the core. It's awesome. Okay, badass to the core. Correct. Um, but then you open up the lyrics to the clean version, and it says same lyrics as dinosaurs, mm-hmm. just without the f word. So I don't. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't think they changed the badass part. Um, maybe. I don't know. I was kind of. I was kind of checked out. I don't think I listened to the whole. That whole. Um, <laughs> I mean, version. I don't listen to the clean version, no, really. There's no real no, reason it's, to. It's completely unnecessary um, to, to but, make this... You know, it, def- it definitely seems like a thing that they could have been just gearing for, like, hey, we could, like, shop this to a kids-related thing, because kids love dinosaurs right. and stuff. Um, in which case, it's like, well, then why... We'll make a clean yeah, version. Why have both versions, then? It's only, it's only <laughs> one word. Well, because the other one, I think, is for them. Like, yeah. like they were like, here's the one for us, because we, we're right. having fun, and we like dinosaurs. Right. Now, here's the one that we can shop around to, you know, other ages. Right. Right. Also, I feel like uh, people who would be really into dinosaurs might, there might be part of this that ticks a little part in their brain, it nags at them for the whole thing, because they kind of use uh, dinosaur as, like... Uh, well, they in in that bridge they say eating all the herbivores, and it's like I mean some dinosaurs are in fact herbivores. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of focusing on the carnivorous dinosaurs right. part of it. Although they do mention <laughs> in like his list of dinosaurs, <laughs> Triceratops and stegos- stegosaurus, which are uh, herbivores. So, right, but also know, they know. Also, but- <laughs> um, I saw a pterodactyl baby. Plucked it right Plucked out of the sky. Out. Didn't even say good morning. I the just, harmony on that line is so good. Right. Um, but pterodactyl. Now, if you're a real dinosaur nerd, you will know that pterodactyl is not really even a thing. Uh, um, yeah. It's a pterodont. It, <laughs> well, it neither was, is a... It, it was a thing when, when I was a kid. When I was a kid, you had mm-hmm. your uh, Land Before Time uh, movie. And there was like yep. very basic dinosaurs that you learned about in the little books that everybody in the eighties collected. You had your Tyrannosaurus Rex, you had your Stegosaurus, you had your Triceratops, you had your Brontosaurus. And that doesn't exist does either. Not exist. Oh. Not the, he says it in this song. <laughs> he listed Tyrannosaurus, yep. Triceratops, Stegosaurus, Brontosaurus. But then he accurately says Brachiosaurus, which is actually what what they thought was a Brontosaurus. They then 
said, oh, no, yeah, that's I think not it's a like thing. an Apatosaurus or something. Right. And then, but there's also a Brachiosaurus, <laughs> which is like a branch of that. Yes. It's very similar. Um, Allosaurus, Dontosaurus, Velociraptor. And then he mentions pterodactyls again. Um, and he says, <laughs> they're not the only dinosaurs that can fly, but they're eat you. You're going to die. And everybody who loves you, they're going to cry. Um, really, really <laughs> dumb. It's, it it's, it's lowbrow. It's lowbrow it dinosaur humor. And I don't hate it. Um, I just don't like it on this album. That's fair. This I feel like this one would be fun live. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, it this would be would amusing be. to hear live. You just have a good fucking time with it. And I like the break in the middle where... Uh, in, in that bridge where they say struck by a meteor and then they all wait, stop what? like wait what <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know it's more awesome than dinosaurs nothing. what nothing yeah. <laughs> yeah i just think this this should have been a single they should have just yeah. left it off the album made it a single shopped it to uh you know the the, Put the it in, and fur get, get it a yeah, or get it in Land Before Time 30, <laughs> 30 or something. Yeah. Um, the second verse, that dude sounds just like Weird Al. I mean, everything about his voice, yeah. the way he the way he shouts, it's just, yeah. I see it. It's weird. Very weird. Um, All right. The, the harmonies at the end of the song are super cool. Um, yeah, yeah, for that way they do the slowdown. Yeah. Yeah, so it's... Very cool song. I really like uh, the the instrumental part of it a lot. the The lyrics are dumb and fun. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a dumb fun song. I I don't hate it. Yeah. I just don't like it on this album. That's fair. Yeah, but with that and the the uh, clean version, the, the clean version being at the right after this is completely unnecessary. <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess it's yeah. very bonus tracky. Oh, <laughs> both of them are bonus tracky, um, for sure. Yeah, there's no clean version so, yeah. on the on the streaming version of the album. It's really? just the yeah, just the one. Uh, I guess they wouldn't need to yeah. have it. But okay, with that, we've come to the end. That's that's Beta by the Robot Knights. That's Beta. What are your What are your overall thoughts? Um, my overall thoughts are. Damn, I like this a lot. Um, I'm so glad that it, that you introduced this to me. I'm so glad that I picked this out of the four because I know I wouldn't have liked the other ones. Um, I took a gamble with this one, and it paid off. I won. Yay! Hell yeah! Uh, yeah, this is a badass <laughs> album. I really like it. Um, like I said last night, I went onto their Bandcamp and I listened to their demo, and then subsequently bought it. Um, I went on their YouTube and watched a live show. I watched a couple of, uh, covers that they did. Um, one was, uh, the car song, just what I needed. Uh, nice. which was weird. It was just Maddie and the guitar player. Um, he was playing acoustic and she was playing the guitar. And I mean, it was basically just them playing and a camera picking up the audio. So it sounded terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was it was fun and her her guitar was off the rails just bonkers cool um they did uh, only happy nice. when it rains which uh was guitar mandolin and guitar hell, hell yeah. yeah yeah that was that was really cool um and that's sick. yeah they, and yeah they did a few others um 
yeah, so I, I kind of went on a deep dive of this band because um, that's just what I do. Um, it says nice. they have a website. It um, is a dead link. It's, it's dead, dead, yeah. <laughs> um, their Facebook, Twitter um, hasn't been active since the album came out in 2017. Um, so yeah. I looked up uh, Maddie. She has some other stuff on Bandcamp, which I haven't listened to yet, but I'm very Un- interested to. Under Mitty Myers. Mitty Myers, uh, which is a play on her she- name and also a play on the guitar. Yep. Love it. And she's been actually releasing stuff for a while. Um, like she has a little concept EP about Metroid, mm-hmm. like you do. Uh, but then uh, after this album released, it was, only, it was maybe like two years ago or so, uh, she released an album called Recovery Mission mm-hmm. uh, after a very bad breakup. Mm-hmm. Uh, and goddamn, does it come out in this album? Okay. Uh, so, so you've heard this. Yes, okay. uh, th- I I enjoy it for uh, for to a degree. There there's there's some of it that's like a little bit he it, it's hit and miss uh, for me. Okay, but because um, it's it's very uh, more electronica influenced, mm-hmm. but it's still pretty fucking cool. There's some good stuff in there. Like the song press release is pretty cool as a song of just talking about having to deal with the aftermath of a breakup and every time that you're at an un- like any kind of get together with people, they're like, Oh, so how's that person? Then you have to deal with bringing up bad memories again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, should I just like, should I just put out a press release about this? <laughs> so I don't have to fucking do this anymore. <laughs> bad feeling really good. Just sad, hard hitting fucking ballad. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's neither here nor there. There's there's a lot of good stuff. I encourage you and everyone else to go go look into all of that. Um, yes, um, it it's good stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at her Bandcamp right now, and I am interested. I'm going to be checking this out at some point. Um, she also did or does a podcast called Mutant Ages about X Men. That's right. I'm yeah, interested in that. Um, I haven't stayed current with x-men comics in a while so i don't know if that's a prerequisite or not i have no idea yeah. <laughs> um but yeah um i will definitely say well, that this is a rad album i'm glad i listened to the demos though too um because like i said in some cases they're actually better um i'm glad you did all the fucking research <laughs> yeah i'm glad you just dove the fuck in that was that's awesome that's what i do um there's also a few songs on the demo that didn't make it to the album um a song Mm -hmm. called amazon a song called clone machine which is pretty fucking rad um and a song called telephone lines which are all really Mm -hmm. cool songs and Nice. Yeah, the demo just the the guitar just stands out more on these demos because you don't have all of the studio magic layering the guitars and everything. And I mean the the yeah. drums are a little rough because it sounds I mean they were just live mic'd, you know, just not very well. For sure. Um but they're really cool. And Yeah, I'm I'm into this dude. Thank you for introducing me to this nice. to this band. Um, I'm also Absolutely. sad that they're not a band anymore, or at least not active. Yeah, yeah, it's it's unfortunate because I, I would have loved to see them live. Um, 
I'd have shown up with my Robot Knights t-shirt oh, that I got from them. Yeah. And I'm... <laughs> And I'm jealous now because you have, you know me, I'm a CD collector. You have a CD of this. And I see I that do. they're not selling CDs. Oh, fuck. That's uh, rough. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Reach out to Maddie on Twitter and see if she just has any I, extra slides. I might. That. I might just do that. Because, um, yeah, you could buy the, <laughs> the digital version for $9 on Bandcamp. Um. Hmm. But damn it, I want a CD. Is there like a full booklet in there and everything too? Or uh, no, it is just like a. Um, hang on, it's just a an insert. Oh, yeah, well, okay, that's cool. But you know, it's got the stuff on the. It's got the, uh, you know, info and stuff on things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's rad. Um, yeah, I might just reach out and see if I can. Uh, Score me a copy of that. Hell yeah. Okay, so we gotta we gotta do one more thing here. Um we gotta do a couple more things. Okay. Uh what are your uh what are your three tracks that that, that you would take that you would keep on this? What's what's your three three big ones? Um but that's tough. Um it is. I think think i would definitely keep werewolf on the dance floor that song just fucking rips um probably keep dragons and i don't know it's a it's a toss-up between fight song and ghost train um it's a tough one tough one um probably go with fight song just because it has a lot more big anthemic uh proggy rock stuff going on with it yeah werewolf and the dance floor dragons and fight song are my three my top three i feel confident in that i think I think I would go with Zombie Apocalypse, mm-hmm. the 90s, and this is a tough one. I think I would take Ghost Train. I think those are, those are my three. Okay. What one would you get rid of? We are on totally opposite songs here. This is this is interesting. Oh, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is it Dinosaurs? <laughs> it's, well, it's definitely the clean version of Dinosaurs. Um, but if you look... Well, okay. But if you, <laughs> You'd have to get rid of both at one. No, but if one. you look at the at the the version on Apple Music, there's only one Dinosaurs. And so that's... Yeah. yeah. That's out the window. Uh, like I said, I didn't hate the song. It's It's a fun song. I like it. I just don't think... Not just lyrically or conceptually, but I think just the overall vibe of the song doesn't really fit with the album. I can agree with that. I I would probably also dump it, even though I do love that song. Yeah. I, it's, it's fucking great, but it, this, I, this album is just hard for me to break up in that way. Regardless. Like I love all of these tracks a lot. Yeah. I wouldn't want to lose any of them, but that's why I ask. It's difficult. You got to make these tough decisions in life. Sometimes. It is. Now, but they're not they're not really binding decisions because no. nothing's actually happening. No, not, so nothing, nothing's it. actually gone. Although I probably will delete the clean version of dinosaurs off of my device just for the sake of decluttering things. Um That's fair. Yeah, honestly, I could I will listen to this album um 
on a semi-regular basis. Anytime I remember, I'm sure. Um, I don't really, I, I do a lot of my music listening just kind of like in the background while I'm at work, just shuffle an entire artist or genre or group of artists and just let it go is usually how I do things. I don't know where this would fit in the canon of my music collection. It's not really something that you could just throw on a playlist with a bunch of other stuff, at least not other stuff that I normally listen to, but it's definitely something I will revisit um, probably as a full album and definitely something that I could jam along to and something that I can tell people, Hey, check this out. It's rad. Um, <laughs> with the exception of dinosaurs at the end, I probably would. <laughs> I might tell somebody, Hey, check this song out. It's about dinosaurs. It's really funny. You should check this out. Um, but I probably wouldn't jam it just, you know, as a thing I'm listening to. That's fair. Yeah. All right. With all of that, um, I mean, yeah, you know, t- tell me what you guys, you, the listeners think of all this stuff. I'm not used to having to do all the hosting <laughs> stuff by myself. It's very fucking weird. Like it's, it's odd. I am not that kind of guy, but here I am. Well, so, you you're know, doing well, all, oh, thank you. I appreciate it. All y'all out there. What do you think of this album? Did you enjoy it? What would you what would you keep? What would you get rid of? Uh what what do you think overall? Have you heard of this before somehow? <laughs> are are you one of those people who was just on it for this? Um you can tell tell me that on on social medias, you know, Juggalo Judgment all over the place on the Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we got a YouTube, we got... Uh, our Patreon's paused. Uh, I don't know if it's still paused at the time this is coming out, which is in April, but it might be. It probably is. Um, and, you know, we'll we'll let you know whenever that's back up and running, and you can, if you feel like ever giving us money, which you don't have to. Uh, <laughs> then all that other stuff, We I forgot, I keep forgetting we have the merch store. I feel like we don't even mention that we have the merch place, and I don't remember what the fuck it is anymore. Uh, cause that's, that's Mike's thing to remember. That's Juggalo Judgment. Juggalo Judgment. <laughs> um, Just look up Juggalo Judgment. Linktree. Go to our Linktree and you'll find it. It's it. We'll have it in the fucking description. Jiggles, where do we find you? Well, you find me on Instagram as, uh, at the homie Jiggles. Um, you can message me or hit me up on there and let me know what you think of this album as well. I'd love to talk about it. It was a lot of fun. I'd love to talk about any music. It's just my thing. Juggalo, non-juggalo, whatever. It's just what I do. Um, You can check out (laughs) the Juggalo Roundtable podcast on probably every uh, podcast platform. uh, Most of them anyways. Um, What are there, six episodes of that? I don't even know. I'm a part-time podcaster. I'm not very regular with it. Um, but Shmi Viewer were on there. It's true. I yeah. was. I did an intro for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, you can find me around. Grey Note Records. You can find me on the, uh, on the Discord, on the ICP with We Discord. Shmeev and I yeah, are on there. Yeah, you can come in there. You can, you can talk to us in a more active, uh, way. Absolutely. Sort of. Absolutely. You know, respond when we can. Um, <laughs> if anybody wants to check out my music, um, you can find me at 
jiggles.bandcamp.com where I have a lot of old music from the 90s. Um, <laughs> the, the very end of the 90s, early 2000s. Um, and I'm currently making new music. Like I said, I had a Halloween EP come out in October last year. I am currently, maybe by the time this episode drops, have a new single out called The Way of the Dodo. Nice. Um, yeah, right now I'm finishing that up, so should be out and ready by the time this episode drops. Um, that will be a precursor to a full-length album coming sometime this year. Let's go. Let's go. Um, yeah, like I said, um, jiggles.bandcamp.com. Um, you could find The Curse, which is my Halloween EP there. You could also find it on all streaming platforms. And you could also find on my Bandcamp a song that Shmeev, you and I did. Two songs, actually. That's true. Well, three songs if you want to be an asshole about it. Um, <laughs> last June, uh, we put together a couple of David Bowie songs and uh, released it as a uh, charity fundraiser for the Trevor Project and raised about a hundred yeah. bucks. So that was cool. I fucked up. I fucked up my guitar for that. Did you really? <laughs> not, not really. It's just that uh, I was wanking too hard on the whammy bar, <laughs> oh. and I actually like dislodged the entire like assembly for it out of the bridge. You hear that, everybody? <laughs> he was wanking so hard he broke it. Yeah. Let yeah, that be a, a lesson, problem. Kids. <laughs> uh yeah so right well, now you can find those songs on my band camp for free now um the the fundraiser's over um so you can just check out the songs because they're rad um it was a lot of fun to work with that yeah it was a lot of fun i'm hoping to do love to do it again yeah, i'm hoping to do something else uh, <laughs> this year as well for that fuck yeah well thank you so much for coming on Always, always great to have you. I'm glad I could finally have an episode with you. Yeah, here on 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 my show. Uh, yeah, thanks. And once thanks again, for inviting me to the Schmiedberger in Paradise. Uh, I'm enjoying my stay. For sure, I still have coffee. It's uh, 36 degrees outside. Um, <laughs> well, you know, can't control the weather here at the Schmiedberger in Paradise no. Bar. Oh no, it's it's it's, it, it's April, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's April. Okay, it's... Uh, it, it will be when everyone's listening. <laughs> it's 50 degrees and rainy. All right, cool. Gray skies. Oh, you're used to that. That's that's just, just like home. That, that, that is home. 50 degrees, rainy, gray skies. With all that out of the way, there's only one thing left to do. What's that? That's to finish your motherfucking beach beverages. I was already done with this.
Jiggle Down Productions production. Yeah, that's kind of really fucking like he's going to die, right? Yeah, yeah, no, and I don't kind of really want, I don't want to bring down the vibes, right? Like we're having a good time. You're having a good time. I'm scared out of my mind. Okay, okay, for sure. Do you want uh, a uh, five spot? No, I, Stand up I'm real good. fast. Hey, and hold on.